Let's just do it. I can finish this while we're talking. Yeah. It's, it's a podcast about whiskey. It is. You can drink whiskey while doing a podcast about whiskey. interested in seeing what beer, bourbon, and barbecue was up to, you can see all the exciting adventures on Instagram at beer underscore bourbon underscore BBQ. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on the show and our adventures outside of podcasting. Be sure to check out our cool shirts and stickers available on our website, shopbeerbourbonbbq.com. Looks like you have a can with Bob Ross's face up there. I on do it. have a can with Bob Ross's face what on it. What kind there. of can is it? It's a tea from the dollar store that my uncle found, and he gave it as a white elephant gift. Everyone needs a can with Bob Ross's face Did on it. Bob Ross make that tea? Probably not, but if you open it up, it smells like little trees and happy mistakes. Happy, happy accidents. Happy accidents. And on that note, welcome to Sauce on Beer, Burn Barbecue. I'm Kevin. Speaking of happy accidents. Hey, it's a happy accident we've gotten back together to do this. You make it sound like I just stumbled into your basement. You pretty much did. Who lives here? Oh, this is Kevin's house. I haven't been here in a while. So crazy of life and COVID and life and COVID. COVID. Life with almost two kids now. Alex, it's good to have you back. It's good to be back. It's nice to nice for you to join join me. Thanks for opening your door. Uh, you know, barely. <laughs> it's a hard door to open. It is. Um, hopefully, you'll be back a little bit more regularly. It'll be good. Thanks. So. Good. So, Alex, life is good. Whiskey is good. Man, I love whiskey. Bourbon is good. Barbecue is good. Beer is good. How would we have gotten through COVID and continue to get through COVID without the four Bs? Three Bs. There's two Bs in barbecue. There, Well, yes, there are two Bs in barbecue. So I guess, yes, you're right. Four Bs. We can never land on, on that one. Yeah, we never. We still <laughs> argue about that. But Alex, it's good to good to hear from you. Uh, we should probably apologize to our listeners because this is going to be like our first podcast in like months. But again, COVID, yeah, our and bad. life and life has just been tricky to organize right now. Oh my gosh, when what? How many people who are regularly or semi regularly on the show are about to and have just had new kids? Yeah, Roger just had a new kid. Yay! Guy is just being guy. <laughs> Lucas is busy doing Lucas things. He lives far away. You live far away, too. You all live far away from he li- me. He lives further away, right? I don't know. From here? I don't, I don't know either. I don't know. It's too It's too hard to figure out. But but, uh, but we're back at it. Let's just, let's just go from there. Um, and I think tonight's going to kind of be a fun kind of get back into the swing of things, kind of sit down and chat about some stuff. Uh kind of night um we've got a really cool sample in front of us sent to us by uh, copper cannon uh distillery there out of new hampshire is that how you say it new hampshire new hampshire 
New Hampshire. I've, and so has been Hampshire. So has been me. New Hampshire, but it sounds like it's the Shire at the end of it. That would be cooler. Um, but uh, Copper Canyon. Copper Cannon, Copper. not Copper Canyon. Copper Canyon. Did you say Canyon? I probably did. But Canon, like the thing that goes boom. Uh, they were kind enough to send us some amazing samples of their uh, handcrafted aged rum and another rum, which we'll get into in a second. They're all handcrafted because that rum sounds exciting. Um, but uh, they're pretty pretty cool little distillery uh, up in New Hampshire or Hampshire, whichever you want to say. I don't know. Though you know those northeastern people, they're they're very particular about their things, right? Probably a lot of things. Um, but it's a cool little little distillery. I'm looking here at some pictures. So their distillery is actually in a barn. It sounds rustic. It is. It's very rustic looking. Um, I don't know. When I think of like New Hampshire, New Hampshire, I, they're gonna be like, "You guys are idiots." It's just New Hampshire. <laughs> um, when I think of New Hampshire, all I can think of is like tre- uh, trees changing colors, barns, and like fall. That's all I think of. Like when I think of that northeastern region, that's the only season I can think of in them. And then like tons of snow. I was thinking of shellfish. Okay. Although honestly, lately this last year I've read quite a few Stephen King novels, so I also think of horrible, terrifying things when I think of the Northeast. So um, so they're in Chesterfield, New Hampshire. I don't know where Chesterfield, New Hampshire is, but we have Chesterfield, Missouri. It's probably very similar. Probably very similar. A little bit more thick of a Northeastern accent. I, you know, when you said New Hampshire at first, I thought, I almost tried to start talking, and I realized I have no idea what a Northeastern accent. All I can do is a Boston accent, and it gets me in trouble. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the Copper Cannon uh, Premium Distillery, is what they say on their website. So it's kind of funny. They started with two cousins who took a trip to um, Ireland. Okay. And Blake Armock and... Chris Arnold, they took a trip to Ireland to visit some distilleries, and after a few drinks, they started to distill. They decided they wanted to go distill their own. So, I understand? Yeah, I mean that's pretty cool. I mean that's kind of how we started this podcast. After a few drinks, we said <laughs> we want to talk about whiskey and barbecue <laughs> we, and beer. We should do a podcast. We should do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that on sounds it. like a great idea. It's actually funny. This whole COVID thing. Uh, I saw that all the podcasts and equipment, like on Amazon, has been out of stock. <laughs> so who knows how many podcasts are going to start because of COVID? Too many. Um, so Alex, you want to know how they got their name? Yes. So they were working with a guy to make a the company's first still, and when they were looking at it, they said it resembled a cannon, and it was copper because it's a brass column still. So that's where they got the name Copper Cannon. Was it copper or brass? Well, I'm assuming it's copper, brass colored. I don't know. I, I, I always think brass and copper are like the same thing. They're Pretty not. sure they're not? I know they're not. But I mean, but you're the color. elementary school teacher. It doesn't make any difference. I'm not a chemistry teacher. Same color difference, right? Um, so that's where they got their name from. I was picturing something more exciting. Yeah, like a a cannon that was 
commandeered from British forces during the Revolutionary War, perched on a hill, protecting a village. Yeah, and then they started distilling their first their victory draft? spirits. What do you what what is a batch? Their first batch. Batch, yeah. And they were about to drink it, and then a cannonball flew through the wall because their neighbors were attacking them. Because that's what happens in the Northeast. I like that. I think they should go with that. Um, so they've got a kind of a bunch of different um, products and all that kind of stuff. They've got a really cool. It looks like a, a farm area that you can go visit and take a tour of, and they have like a barn that you can book for private events. It's really just a cool kind of area. Um, I'd love to go up and see it. Um, but uh, they really, I guess, try and keep it pretty, you know, low key. Looks like it's a pretty small distillery, but at the same time, you know, they're 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 working on creating some some new stuff uh when they reached out to me they said their bourbon was not quite done yet so that's why they sent us some rum tonight to try which i'm excited about um but yeah it's, it's a cool little idea um so they have on their property they have fermentation tanks that were used as uh at a dairy prior and they transform them into fermentation tanks for their distillate. What did they do at the dairy? I mean, I'm sure they took the dairy out of it. I meant, what were the tanks used at the dairy? I don't know. I'm not a cow farmer. Cow person. I feel like probably to store stuff. The answer to this question, but what is it about bourbon that takes so much longer? Than all of the other spirits. I think it's just aging. Well, yeah, but what, why does it have to age longer? I don't know, because I think it's very harsh when you take it out of the barrel. It's almost like a, a vodka. Sugar? Well, yeah, and you get the sugar notes from the oak and just that process of going in and out of the oak barrel, the new oak barrel, and the temperature changes and all that. It's got to really kind of change things up a bit. I just think it's interesting. I feel like a lot of... New where distilleries have wide offering of like gins and sometimes well, rums. Well, gins easy to do. And then and you get your generic whiskeys, mm-hmm. and, and then eventually you get to your bourbon. And we can't make scotch here, but I'm sure they would try. Well, they'll do a a single malt, American scotch. Yeah, that's an American scotch, but it's an American single malt. Don't want to get in trouble by saying it's an American scotch. No, I don't want to offend the scotches. The scotch. <laughs> The Scottish. The, sc- the Scotches. All I can think of is when you say Scotch is Scotch tape. I feel like that was more offensive than anything that I said. So, um, probably. <laughs> um, so, it looks like they pretty much try and keep everything kind of in family. Uh, their logo was designed by Blake's sister. Um, and it's a really cool logo. It's two copper cannons crossing each other with a cannon in between it. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's a cool idea. Um, it's actually funny here on their website. I'm looking through it. They have a painting of the founders. So Blake and, uh, Chris, 
and they're done as like generals in the army, generals in the Union Army. <laughs> That's neat. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, but shall we get into their spirits? Let's. Um, so they have a, actually a really wide selection of spirits that they have available now. They have a barrel-aged rum. They have a chip-aged rum. Chip-aged rum. Uh, I'll tell you what that is in a second. They have a pumpkin spice rum. They have a clear rum. They have a maple rum. They have a potato vodka. And then they make maple syrup. Okay. And I think that's what I think of a lot of time when I think of the Northeast is just maple syrup. Especially Vermont, New Hampshire. That's all I think of. So we've got two of their rums to try tonight. The first one we're going to do is the barrel-aged rum. Um, It's coming in at 80 proof. Um, And just to tell you a little bit about it, um, the Copper Cannon handcrafted barrel-aged rum is made from a molasses-based fermentation. It is double-distilled carbon filtered then is aged in a new charred oak barrel at 120 proof for a minimum of one year it tastes similar to whiskey with a sweetness of rum all right so what are you getting on the nose of it and pretty much what you described a, a, a good alcohol um aroma but it is it it does I mean it does kind of smell like maple syrup, yeah. Just a heavy sweetness. That's I th- maybe not maple syrup, but I'm thinking you're probably thinking more molassesy, yeah, than maple syrupy. Yeah. Um, I'm getting vanilla and some smokiness on that nose. Yeah, I can a little bit. I'm a little stuffed up right now, so I'm not getting a ton. But it, it definitely smells like a younger whiskey, but it's got a lot more complexity to it because I think of that molasses fermentation and it being a rum. Yeah, I've, I've not been a big... I've, I've not had much different rum, and usually if I'm having rum, I mix it with Coke, so I don't have a lot to compare it to. Yeah. But I, I don't... It doesn't smell like the rums I'm used to. It smells a lot like the rums I've had, um, and I've actually kind of been tasting a little bit more rum um andrew from still 630 is working on a new rum for them and so i've gotten to sample a couple things um of theirs but i think rum's got a very very sugary lots of sugar notes to it lots of very sweetness um the alcohol is very subtle on it it is now rum is and correct me if i'm wrong Primarily distilled sugar, right? Yes. Okay. Sugar cane. So this or is, a molasses. Right. So this is a little different because it's molasses. Yeah. And it it finishes like a rum, but I feel like it kind of starts off like a whiskey. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to drink. Um my second sip I'm getting more of like a baked good. Almost like a cinnamon cake, um, like a coffee cake with, uh, with maybe a streusel on top or something like that, like a cinnamon crumble. This would be good with cinnamon crumble. This would be really good with cinnamon crumble. Um, I'm very impressed with this. 
as a rum. Like I think that it's really solid. Um, it's really getting me to want to dive more into rum. Um, I didn't think I'd enjoy sipping on straight rum. Right. I always think, like you said, I'm a rum and Coke kind of guy. I'll take some Captain and pour it in some Coca-Cola. And mm. you get that balance of like the Coca-Cola's acidityness with the sweetness of the rum. And it's perfect. Yeah. But I could sip on this. Like yeah. I could sip sip some rum. Um, I'm really happy with this. It's a good proof for it to you. Mm-hmm. I think if you get too high, it would just kill it. So that note, I just had this is my third sip of it. I got a lot of like uh, raisiny, like oatmeal raisin kind of cookie. Um, a lot of like sweet fruits, maybe like a cobbler. I get what you're saying. You're deep in thought over there. It's been so long since I've sat and just mulled over a flavor. I know. They're all just hitting me and attacking me, and they're like, taste me next. You know? It's you know really, what I mean? It's really pleasant, though. Like, it's it's easy to kind of just kind of get lost in this and not really want to pick out specific tasting notes. But it is more complex than I thought yeah. it was going to be. Yeah. And it's like it starts off it starts off complex, but as it finishes it kind of simmers down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think the, I like. the more and more I drink of it, the just different tastes I'm getting in it overall. And I'm very happy with that. It's pretty colored too. Yeah. It's got good <sighs> legs. Yeah. Although I wonder since it is much, much higher in sugar, if that plays a role in that. I don't know. I don't if know if that changes the viscosity. Thicker. I feel like it would. I, maybe I'm just thinking about syrup, but I mean. So, Alex, let me tell you while you're finishing this last little bit. So, we just tried their barrel-aged rum. They also have a chipped rum. Um, so, it's the same. It seems like it's the same rum, but are the same molasses fermentation. But it's distilled one time, and it's, I'm assuming they put chips in it instead of putting it in a barrel. And they say it tastes very similar to, like, a tequila, um, and it makes a great margarita. Okay, so I know nothing about tequila. I know nothing about tequila either. I know it's hot coming, like, it's a big thing. Mezcal tequilas are, and tequilas are big taken off. Yeah. I just wonder why, if the chip, if if that is how they make it, why why is that similar to tequila? I don't know. I guess tequila is made from agave, which is sweet. Yeah. Agave is like molasses, or is like honey. Yeah. And tequila is distilled agave from, I believe. Okay. So I imagine that's where you're getting those same notes from. Makes sense. It's chips. That's interesting. And I, I, that's what I'm assuming chips like that. So it doesn't it doesn't say specifically. It doesn't say like wood chips. But when I think chip aged rum, I think like wood chips. That makes there. sense. I, I don't, don't know. know what else it could be. It's not microchips or it, potato chips. Yeah. So then they also have their clear rum, which is the same fermentation, 
but it's not barrel aged at all. Okay. Um, and it's got a lot of butterscotch sweet sweet taste. That makes sense. Sweet taste. And I got butterscotch on the barrel aged. That's the note that I was trying to think of. That sweet, like, it reminded me a lot of this old guy that I used to know who he had a pocket full of butterscotch candies and <laughs> wore their originals. And he'd always just give them to him, like, I don't really want old these, people. but. Yeah, I feel like that note came off afterwards. Yeah. Even like after the finish. Like, I feel like I'm getting it now. So then they also have a pumpkin spice rum, which I feel like being from the Northeast and being the champions of fall, which they are up there, I feel like you have to kind of have that. It just makes sense. I'm sure it's good. Oh, I mean. It sounds really good. It probably tastes a lot like fall. Um, so they add real pumpkin, cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, and allspice to oh, it. Yeah. And it's already a slightly, it's a lightly sweetened rum. So, oh, hold on. They add a lightly sweetened rum with lo- locally sourced maple syrup. This sounds really good. It's well, double like distilled. Man, I really want to try this now. You want to put that in some coffee? I kind of want to just drink it on its own. Well, I want to do that too. I want to do a hot toddy out of it. Ooh. Um, then they also have potato vodka. I've heard of that. I've never had it. Well, it's like Russian vodka. It doesn't sound appealing. It's locally sourced potatoes, double distilled, carbon filtered, has a potato pepper taste to it. I don't know if that sounds... I'm sure it's better than it sounds. Yeah. I like Wheatley vodka. Like, I like... Then that's grain vodka. But potato vodka, I don't know. I always think of, like, Russia and, like, Cossacks drinking that, like, Eastern Europe kind of freezing of those things, cold. Yeah, it definitely has its spot. Like, I love vodka and lemonade. Oh, yeah, that's good. Something like that. Um, and I don't know how much of the actual vodka. I'm, I'm sure I've never used any actual quality vodka for that. I mean, the Wheatley I've had, and that is yeah. that is kind of good by itself. But it's I something I could stand more to stand yeah. to try more. That was my starting like starting liquor was vodka. Makes sense. I really liked vodka and different beverages mixed with it. Um, I was a big vodka and Coke fan, which sounds mm. weird, but. It was really kind of it take took the hardness of the vodka with the sweetness of the soda. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Vodka and Mountain Dew. That was a go-to <laughs> of mine. You get the the kicker of the Mountain Dew and the slowing calming effects of the vodka. It makes you feel weird. Makes for a great Halo night. Oh, it does. That used to be my go-to. Does that statement age us at all? Halo. I feel night? like at this point. It oh, does. it probably does. A Halo night. Yeah, bust out the Xboxes. Man, we would play that to like two thirty, three thirty in the morning. Go get Taco Bell like at twelve o'clock. Land parties. Oh, that was so much fun. We get like how many? One point in time, didn't we have like five TVs going or four, four or TVs five. with Halo? Oh, that was so good. You remember Gregory? Oh, I miss him. Oh, Gregory. Saved my life so many times. Yeah, Gregory was a true champion. Gave his life. So for, selfless. Yeah. 
So All right. Quiet. So this last one, this is their maple rum. Um, so it's the same, looks like the same distillate, you know, the molasses-based fermentation. It's double distilled, carbon filtered. Then they add locally sourced maple syrup. Uh, it is lightly sweetened, and the maple flavor really pops um, in the aftertaste. And I, I will say this, as I was pouring us samples of this, it smelled purely like maple syrup. Like it was like maple syrup all up in my nose. Um, they say this is great as standalone uh, on ice or in a milkshake or over ice cream. Hmm. Over ice cream. I like boozy milkshakes. Have you had too. boozy milkshakes? It's been a while. Oh, my goodness. I love a good boozy milkshake. Just pouring it over ice cream. I never would have thought to do that, but well, it makes sense. You've had that moonshine I have, right? Yeah. We poured that over ice cream one night, and that was really good. It tastes like caramel syrup. It's mm. butter pecan. Like, it's... Delicious. Well, this smells incredible. The nose on this is just, I just want to keep my nose in it all night. This smells more like what I associate with rum. Very sweet. Yes. Very sugary. This is what I think the entire Northeast probably smells like. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny just smelling it compared to the last one we had, which was barrel aged. Sorry, I, I, I think I missed it. Is this barrel aged? This is, I would assume, barrel-aged as well. Yeah, I guess they yeah. are, aren't they? But is it from a new... Because you said the last one was barrel. a new charred oak barrel. But if you look at the color difference, this is a lot lighter. Right. So what I was going to say is I think it's funny that bourbon, compared to most whiskeys, is sweet because of the process it goes through and because it's mostly corn. But when we're talking about rum here, we're about to have something that... We had something that was barrel-aged, very similar to bourbon. Mm-hmm. But we're about to have something that's way sweeter. And, and and in this case, I think that new charred oak barrel probably takes some of the sweetness away a little bit. It adds other flavors, but it's not going to be as sugary as this is going to be. Right. And I, I kind of looking at it again, I don't think this is done in a barrel because it doesn't say anywhere on here about being done in a barrel. Okay. So, which would make sense. Like, I mean... They're pretty upfront about putting stuff in barrels or saying stuff is in a barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this, I love the nose on this. It's got a very rum smell to it, very upfront, like sugary kind of um, alcoholy smell. And then it goes immediately sweet. Holy cow. <clears throat> it's like drinking pure maple syrup. <laughs> it does feel that way. Just spiked maple syrup. Yes, that's exactly what it feels like. It's spiked maple syrup. I feel like I have taken the bottle of maple syrup that I have upstairs and just I'm drinking it. Mm. Yeah, and gosh, it tastes like syrup. But you do get the rum taste. Yeah, too, you right? do get a rum taste, but it's very quickly gone. This would be really good with ice cream. Oh, yeah. This is way more, um, this is way thicker than the last one. Yes. It hangs in your mouth, but in a, in a good way. It covers your entire tongue with mm. sweetness. The barrel-aged rum, I felt like it was there. It had a pretty good linger, but then when it was gone, it was gone. Like, I've taken one sip, and I can still tell you how that maple syrup 
taste. And it's not that cheap crap that you get that has the high fructose corn syrup. Right. Like this is like legit maple syrup. And I didn't realize the difference between, you know, like I always think like McDonald's maple syrup. That's what I grew up on. Like my grandparents would take me to McDonald's and I'd get pancakes and mm. give you the little plastic cup of maple yeah. syrup. And like you pour it out and it was thick and gloppy. <laughs> but real maple syrup isn't thick and gloppy. It's like really liquidy and smooth. Is it? Yeah. I must not have had real maple syrup. Oh, real, real maple syrup is the best. This is good. I really like this. It's almost cotton candy. Cotton candy-esque. Mm-hmm. It's not a good way to say that. It reminds one of cotton candy. Wow. I get just, I mean, I get like a rum taste to it. I get like a molasses taste to it. But like I tried to stop and like think, okay, I want to taste more of the rum, taste more of the rum, but then immediately go and immediately without even like trying to stop to think about it, but like it just goes straight into the maple syrup. This would be good on ice. This would be dangerous because I think I could drink a whole bunch of this. Mm-hmm. What's the I, proof on it? 80. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, that's why I said it could be dangerous. It's not nearly as hot as the last one was. No. It, I think that sweetness of the maple syrup just kills out any heat that it would have. And the last one wasn't hot. Like no, it, I mean, it, it wasn't tasted, hot. It gave you a little bit of a warm-up, like a cinnamony kind of warm-up taste. Um, like, again, perfect for after you get done raking the leaves. I don't know <laughs> why. I just I assume fall. I'm sorry, Copper Cannon. I just assume that it is always fall in New Hampshire and Vermont. That sounds awesome. It makes me want to move there. Oh, I I totally want to move there. I love fall. Just have a fall house. You know how people say they have like a summer house and a winter house? It's a great idea. I want a fall house. I mean, if we could have a summer house in New Hampshire, and it would be a fall house because it's always fall up there. Okay, you want to hear about their maple syrup? Yes. So their maple syrup is locally sourced maple syrup from a maple tree, obviously. And they put it in their rum barrels, and it's aged up to three to nine months. And it contains less than 2% alcohol and is great on waffles and pancakes. Not bad. Oh, my goodness. This is... This is a great experiment tonight. Like, great tasting, great just experience to do rum like have we ever done rum no we're so focused on bourbon and beer and barbecue that we don't ever do that it's time to branch out more yeah let's let's switch tequila rum and rum and absinthe that's what guy that's what guy wants us to do all the time he's like let's get some absinthe i think guy's just trying to kill us i'm worried about if we do absinthe we might we might die. It would be our last episode. So we'll save it. What we should do though is a breakfast episode featuring everything that they make. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. We could candy bacon with this. Ooh. I would just take pancakes with this. We can do both. How, could we do this? Okay. 
Have you heard of people taking bacon strips and then pouring pancake batter over the top of them? So no. then, and then it's like a pancake to go, and they bring a syrup cup and dip it. <laughs> I had I had some students do it's that. It's genius. It's brilliant. So their new uh, New Hampshire's Distillery of the Year for 2019. They deserve it. I am really impressed. I didn't expect rum to come from the north. I mean, I think of a lot of it as like the Caribbean and all that kind of right. stuff. That's what I was having in my head when I think of it. You know, but I think that's more of that Caribbean spice rum. You know, they have a lot of molasses down there, a lot of sugar cane. But I think this is solid. Like, this is definitely, if you're in New Hampshire, go check them out. Uh, the Copper Cannon. Um, I really like this. This is solid. Mm-hmm. Like this really gets me excited about rum, which I think rum is actually the next step in distilled spirits. We went from vodka to bourbons and whiskeys. Or I think actually we probably went from scotches to vodkas to bourbons and whiskey, uh, American whiskeys to I think the next step will be rums. I think it makes sense. That's where I, I've talked to like three or four people, and they say rum is the next step. Hmm. I so would definitely go buy your rum so we can get your whiskeys. Yes. I would definitely have more of this, and I'm super curious to try the pumpkin spice one, but I think the thing of their lineup that I'd be most excited to get would be their maple syrup. Mm-hmm. I just had my last sip of it. Yeah, mine. Just I'm been. sad it's gone. It's so good. Well, Alex, what do you think? Was this a good one to come back on? It was. It was great. It was solid. Solid distillery. Um, So if you're in the New Hampshire area, in Chesterfield, New Hampshire, which now I want to go to Chesterfield, New Hampshire, and go take one of their tours. They offer tours. Even if it was just for this. I say that like we've talked about other things we would go see while we're up there. We can get some chowder and a lobster roll. We've talked about leaves, and we've talked about... Maple syrup. None of those things go together. But I would travel up there for a distillery. You'd travel anywhere for a distillery? You're right, I would. It's actually funny. Anytime we plan a trip, I figure out what distilleries or what breweries are around. You might as well. What else are you going to do? But I haven't planned a trip all year. (laughs) I don't think anyone has. No. Well, Alex, thanks for coming to drink rum tonight. Thanks for letting me have your rum. And... Definitely go check out Copper Cannon if you're in the New Hampshire area. It's not local here in St. Louis, unfortunately. Um, I would definitely get more if it was. But it's definitely fun. Definitely cool place to go check out. Looks like they got a pretty cool, cool distillery up there. Um, the venue sounds pretty neat too. Yeah, it sounds really cool. So, Alex, anything else you want to add in? No, I'm really just trying to figure out how you could. Make a lobster dish with maple syrup. I'm sure someone's done it, and it's amazing. But that sounds kind of that's all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> well, let us know if you come up with that. Oh well. And on that note, we hope you stay sauced on beer, bourbon, and barbecue, and rum.